I had a dream that I went up to this crazy loft apartment right. and he was throwing a bananas party. Like the coolest, gayest, hot tubbiest party I've ever seen. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. I think I'm the most excited person about this fish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm the, the most excited in our house about this, this fish. And I was the one who was least excited to get one. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Dad and kid went for a drive to go explore, uh-huh. get out of the house. And then I got a phone call. Hey, what do you think of a goldfish? And you said, just don't bring home any snails. Well, well, obviously. But I said, I, I suggested a beta fish. Yes. And so, lo and behold, Rocco came home. How did he get that name? D- uh, the child called him Rocco. I oh, have yeah. no idea. That's how I was like, why are we naming this fish Betty? His name is Rocco. Um, and everything in this poor fish's tank is hot fucking neon pink. <laughs> Like um, neon pink rocks, neon pink plant, plastic plant okay. thing. He has a sky hot pink Paw Patrol thing in there. It is. Oh, wow. Good God. Um, oh, but we've already like started like, maybe we should get him a bigger tank. We should get something with a light in it. Maybe right. he needs a house. So it's, that is now what's it's happened. It's so easy. It's so easy. Um, beta fish do like having a little cave that they can go chill in. Um, and they like hammocks. That's what we're getting them. We got them a hammock. Yeah. Hammock and tank and cave are coming this week. Very nice. Very nice. Rocco will be um, pleased. Yeah. And Rocco is not going to be in the kitchen. We've decided to put aside an entire corner of the living room for him because. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I have um, an entirely new filter and air pump coming for Professor Snape since he's been segregated to his own bowl after being too frisky with Bruce and Clint. Yeah. The, the dude was like, maybe we should get him like a snail as a friend. I'm like, no, no, no. We're good with Rocco. We have a cat, two dogs, and now we have a baby. Sure. Fish. You just, you know, exercise it once in a while. You put a little mirror in front. Really? Yeah. Well, have you ever done, have you had a beta before? No, I had uh, three goldfish called Snap, Crackle and Pop. They lived in our garden uh, in the UK. They lived in um, the garden? Yeah, we had a oh, pond. Like a pond, okay. We had a pond. I pictured an aquarium outside just, for a second. I was we, like, you guys are yeah. weird. No, we had, a, we had a fish pond out there. And But whenever one did pass on this mortal coil that I would find, I would always put it in a king-size matchbox and have a full funeral for it in the garden. 
So the poor people that moved in after us found so many boxes, so many, so many matchboxes buried. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? Tiny fish skeletons. Yep. Little cemeteries. I would make the, the crucifix, the headstones out of toothpicks. Oh my God. Mm. We had several pets up on the hill in the backyard, um, Mm -hmm. put to rest with, you know, usually like the most, shiny ornate rock that I could find like I'd find a really big quartzy one with some mica going through it and be like well that's her headstone I love that yeah there were lots of things up the hamsters and fish and a cat oh stuff yeah that's why I just had a guinea pig because that got eaten by a dog oh good god almighty that was when my mom my mom and I grew up in the same house um when she was little she said that she had her guinea pig outside with her and she like went in the house to get something. And when she came back, the d- neighbor dog had like <gasps> come and taken the guinea pig and was like with it in his mouth up on the oh, hill. Jesus, no. Yeah. Oh, that's traumatizing. She never, ever even entertained the idea of having a guinea pig in our house. Hamsters, fine. Cat, fine. <laughs> no guinea pigs. Too traumatized. Oh. Poor mom. I still have my, my dog's ashes. My my tiny chihuahua, his ashes mm. are, are in my bedroom and I've got a paw print of his that the funeral home, I had, I used a dog funeral. He was my first ever dog. I rescued him from Athens, Alabama. Yeah. He had epilepsy and he was ancient and his teeth were all rotten. So by the time he left us, he only had a few teeth left, but I had oh. him till he was 13 and he'd had a shit life and it just took a toll on its body, but he was the best. Um, I still have have ashes of one of my rabbits. Um, I actually had some of her ashes tattooed into a piece on my stomach. I love that. Yeah, but she's sitting up on my dresser with all my other weird dead things over there. I have a girlfriend who's had rabbits that she's had taxidermied after they've passed away. I've thought about that, but... And she had two rats taxidermied, and I actually used them as... Did you put them in outfits? Well, uh, she had, I'll send you a picture. I used them as props in a show that I produced. Um, It was a digital show where we were driving around beautiful downtown Burbank, getting people drunk in the back of a tacky limousine. And so we needed a gimmick. And so the rats were our limo drivers. Oh, yeah. So I would like lay on the floor in the front seat of the... um, of the car while our camera man got pictures of them looking in the rearview mirror, oh my God, holding hilarious. onto the steering wheel, driving, <laughs> putting a little foot on the gas pedal. <laughs> it was great. Oh, good. It was awesome. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you talking about taxidermy bunnies and no, rats? No, not at all. I'm just so tired. Oh, honey. So tired. Yesterday after Christmas dinner and everything, I sat down and I was just like, I'm so tired. I just did so much work. I just cooked so many things and baked so much stuff. Oh my God. But we have such good food like for the next couple of days. I already ate most of our leftovers. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Should we start this? Sure. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Hello there. Hi. I'm Emily. I'm Joy. And this is, is the, the residuals. residuals. Welcome, we welcome. 
to our final podcast of 2020. Um, so, anyway, what are we doing? What the fuck are we going to talk about today? <laughs> so, I have um, one of our girlfriends told us a story about a fucked up dream of hers, which we've known her for a while, and this happened a while ago, and if, instead of my reaction being like, oh, wow, that sounds crazy. My first reaction was, why haven't you told me this? She's Um, she's like, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so um, she used to have night terrors all the time and her eye doctor said that it's because she slept with her eyes open ever so slightly and she had a great imagination. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But one night when she was in her early 20s, she woke up to see a ghostly woman standing near the doorway to her room Um, and our friend started to get scared and then thought oh it's okay you're dreaming and then the woman in the doorway looked at her and said are you sure (laughs) the end end of story okay no thank you no thank you that reminds me that reminds me of after the Ruth thing in the cemetery when I was like kind of half awake half asleep and she was just like, that's me. Right? Ugh, Not cool. With all of that. Not cool. No, it's those like weird split second things that are the creepiest sometimes. Yep. Like I was watching, um, they don't even have to be like scary, scary. Cause that's not scary. That's just like someone standing there going like, are you sure? Are, are you sure you're dreaming me? Cause I'm like, I'm dead. But it's not like a monster. It's not like somebody coming after you. It's just like no. a normal looking person, right? Yeah. So I was like, I was watching Destination Fear last night and I really love that show. Hmm. I, I really enjoy. I haven't watched it in a bit. Like the, the whole vibe between the kids. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, young adults. They're not even young adults. They're adults. I'm just an old lady. I'm sorry. The kids, I'm they're sorry. old enough to be our children. Their I kids, love them. Fine. They aren't. Shh. Yeah. they are not chelsea's like 28 don't do that to me <laughs> um joy she's old enough to be okay i mean maybe from when i got my period but like maybe not, okay okay i'll tell you what we could have babysat them how's oh, that for we sure. could have been their cool babysitter 100 percent could have babysat all of them at the same time <laughs> um but that show i was watching which one was it I can't remember which one it was. Chelsea was downstairs in the basement and she like fucking flipped because she just heard an old grandma voice. She called it an old grandma voice. Go, hello. But like, that was enough. <laughs> like It was just the way she was like crying and like totally. That would do it for me. Right. And it's, that's not like menacing. It's not like a big giant black shadow person coming at you or anything. It was just a grandma voice that went hello. And they like, she called on the walkie and like had everybody run down to come get her because she was fucking petrified. And they all stood there and then they all heard the voice. Stop! And they were all fucking shitting a brick. No, thank you. So good. And then they like walked down the hall into this kitchen and there were some like flowers and stuff out with a picture of the woman who used to work in the kitchen there. And her name was Doris. And it was like a picture of like a little old grandma. Looking so lady. it was Doris saying hello? Maybe. It kind oh. of got a little bit creepier after that where they were like, I don't know if this Maybe really it's is. not it Doris. Something darker pretending to be nice. 
kind of like whatever it was at Courtney's mum's house. Dude. From our last episode. I think about Abigail a lot. (laughs) I don't think Abigail is an Abigail. No. I think maybe there was an Abigail. Yeah, but I don't think that's an Abigail No, something from that meat hook basement, like, Mm -hmm. came up and was just like, hey, Mm. Bonnie, you're so cute. I love what you did with your hair. Join us. Move in this house. It's so comfy here. Stay forever, Bonnie. Forever and And ever and ever. ever. (laughs) Gross. Gross. So something, and, you know, going with the the meat hook thing, going back to it, you know, that house has been there forever. It was there during the Civil War and before that, Mm -hmm. right? So you think about... Revolutionary. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's some... The English are coming, right? (laughs) You're fucking here. You never left. (laughs) So I've been thinking about, you know exactly like bonnie's house and and everything that she was telling has happened there and that it really you know the more i've been thinking about it the more i don't think that it is a that lady ghost i feel like it's something else and mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with the history of the land that that house is on and the fact that that house has been there since what it's not the 1700s is it is it the 1700s that she said it was there it's been there since the Revolutionary War. Yeah, the I mean, the main house was seventeen hundreds, I believe. Right, and then yeah. they've just added onto it. Right. So you but think the about main the main house. Ha- yeah. So the main house is where they had the creepy basement with the mm-hmm. tunnels. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she believes that they had the Underground Railroad running through her house at right. some point. So there's got to have been so much. Um, bloodshed and stuff there because of the war so many awful things maybe happening well not maybe definitely happening around the house in the land it holds stuff right sure and that is something that it's not just held to that you know coming to the end of this year we've had so much happening here Mm -hmm. this year um in california especially you know with earthquakes and natural disasters and I always also think about that whenever we have wildfires around here, people talk about the oh, ash and, you God. know, all this ash on the cars, which, yeah, it's annoying and it's bad air quality, but that's also people's memories. It's people? their homes and it's people. Like we've talked about this privately before. And when, when that last Bobcat fire was raging and we couldn't go outside and it was like apocalypse sky you stopped over to get, I think, your mic or whatever. Yeah, I did. And we both were just like, yeah, there's like, I was going to sit outside and hang out, but there's like ash all over. The- I feel like, I just feel bad vibes. Like, it just feels bad. Right. <sighs> well, you also think about the area, especially where you live, and by by me, um, you know, where you live was a really strong um, area for a lot of Native Americans around around the area. So those are huge swathes of of parkland that holds spiritual reverence and mm-hmm. meaning, and it's 
gone because some fucking moron wanted to have a pyrotechnic gender reveal (sighs) and it's it's not just the trees and the animals that are gone there is there are sacred traditions that are in the earth there yeah you know so it's like the land is angry right i don't know yeah no no no. i agree i i it's it's just a certain vibration feeling energy i don't i don't care what you call it there's just something that is released or is broken when certain things like did we talk about that last big earthquake i don't think i told you how i felt after that no that last one that actually shook us here that was the one when ruth bader ginsburg died correct so yeah the one where the one that i called like yeah real real close um that hit and it sounded like I thought it it sounded like and felt like an 18-wheeler was going to crash into the corner of my bedroom, which is not possible since I'm in an apartment building and there are units ahead of me before the street. (laughs) So my brain was slightly confused for a second as to why my bedroom was shaking. Um, But afterwards, I mean, there was a little more startled because I had just said half an hour before that, oh my God, we're going to have an earthquake. Um, there was some other kind of thing that happened. And the only thing that I can equate it with visually is, you know, in Ghostbusters, when they shut the fucking thing off and all the little ghosty lights come out and they like go all through Manhattan yeah. and their orbs everywhere and they're they shut down and the they... grid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I felt. Jesus. <laughs> I spent an hour or more after that earthquake just sobbing. Not, and I've felt other earthquakes here. I didn't you're feel like also, that. You're not a crier. No, this was like just emotional. Like I wasn't like I wasn't sobbing like I was just like sitting there tearing, just yeah. tears rolling down my face for like an hour. I couldn't stop it. And I just felt all of this emotion. And part of the reason that I thought there was going to be one was I just kept sitting there reading Twitter and like looking at the news and thinking how much pressure and how much tension and how so many of us were feeling like horrible, horrible things were going to happen now because they were going to rush to fill that seat. Mm. And I was like, there's going to have to be a pressure release valve. Like there's gonna, it has to, there's too much right now. Um, after that, for days, weeks after that, my house did not feel right. Like how not right. I always tell you this is like no ghost land. Boy, like motherfuckers get the fuck out of my house. Mm. No. First time since we moved here in almost three years that I was like, I don't really want to get up and go out in the room in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like I was scared in my house and that has not happened to me in this house. 
and it felt like things got jostled and st- something landed here that wasn't supposed to be here. <laughs> and you brought up living across yeah. the street from a hospital. Right. Having some, which I never even consider. I'm like, whatever, you're over there, well, we're here. No, <laughs> you, you look, my thought was, is that obviously, you know, hospitals, people are born there and die there. Sure. And all I could think was, can you imagine how confusing it would be to die as an earthquake is hitting? <sighs> like, even if it's, you know, if, if natural causes or whatever, just how confusing it would be. And that's why all I could think it was just a little old, very confused lady. I don't think there was a woman here. What do you think it was? I thought it was some dude. <sighs> um, but then... What? Oh, didn't Anessa? Well, that, yeah, I'm going to see if I can talk about her without her being on. I don't think she'll care. But um, Anessa and I are in a pod together, listeners, before you shit your pants and yell at me about masks. <laughs> Anessa was here the other day because I do preschool and her son comes to hang out here a couple times a week. Um, and she had a day where she came and picked him up and she left and then messaged me she's like I didn't want to say anything until I was sure no. but you have somebody being out in your house and I was like Don't <laughs> but then it turned out that she thought they went home with her and didn't come back here and I guess she told them she got annoyed with them she's like just go wait in my bedroom I will be with you later I'm busy now <laughs> Yeah, but didn't she say that it smelled like someone in adult diapers yeah. that were dirty? Yeah. Did it? Did your house immediately feel different when she left? Um, I was, took it with I was kind of reeling with, oh, no, I don't want to be scared of my house. So I, like, sat down and I did a little, like, let me put this thing on the table. And, you know, she was like, sit down and talk to it and, like, ask it to move something small if you want to have like confirmation or whatever and I was like trying to do this while Enzo was asleep and while Tim was in the other room and I was like I don't fucking need any of this shit while I'm sitting here talking to a Lego minifigure asking if it's gonna move <laughs> like because that's my fucking life of course, of course um, it is. but nothing happened and then it's been mostly fine are you smelling adult nappies? No, I didn't. I didn't smell that at all. That was just her. God, can, I can't has, imagine that she smell. She always says she's nose blind. So when she smells something, it's like a big deal. Um, the only thing that happens around here is like sometimes I feel like somebody might be hanging around Enzo's room or hanging around me when I'm in his room. But I just keep thinking it might be Scott. And I don't, my dad. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I like don't even want to say it out loud. <laughs> um, but it's also, I'm having that block again where I'm just like, I am wicked fucking stressed and I am chalking it up to just me being a little out of my mind at the moment. Like I'm very stressed out right now and I'm depressed and just aggravated can I make um, a suggestion? Sure. 
Have you, I, I know that you've had crazy experiences with dreams in the past, mm-hmm. especially with your grandpa coming yeah. in your dreams. Um, how would it, would you be I've, able to ask Scott to come? I could. Um, I've had dreams about him already. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I had a, a crazy one a few months ago where I was in the parking lot. It looked like I was in, like, downtown industrial area. Um, and there was, like, this big old warehouse that had been turned into lofts. And I was in the parking lot, and I was looking up. I think it was on the fifth floor. I'm not sure. But somebody was like, hey, what are you doing here? And I was like, I want to just go see if I could say hi to Scott before he leaves. I don't know where the fuck he was going. Um, so for those of you listening who don't, don't know, know who Scott is, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know, man. I think it's <laughs> fascinating. Joy um, found out through the um, magic of genetic yeah. DNA sites who her dad is. And unfortunately, he had already passed away before she got to meet him. Yeah. But by all intents and purposes, he was an absolute magical unicorn of a human being, which it explains a lot. <laughs> it explains a lot because, hello, Joy, you're a magical unicorn of a human being. But he didn't get to meet Joy or her son. And so, I, I don't and I know. And I am in touch with some, a couple of people in his like on his side of the family. So like right. I do have a link to living people. Um, so I have some but information about him. But I, I did have a weird. Him. I had a dream that I went up to this crazy loft apartment. Right. And he was throwing a bananas party. Like the coolest, gayest, hot tubbiest party I've ever seen. It was like a loft filled with jacuzzi it was like he was going from like one hot tub to the other like checking on his like party guests <laughs> he seems like he i'm i can guarantee like you a super good time i know all i can see is like studio 54 with hot yeah. pants and roller skates that's what yeah. i think of when i think of your dad mm-hmm. Heck yeah. in the best way possible totally yeah like i think i think i would have had a super good time hanging out with my dad. Like, yeah, yeah I feel like we could have hung out. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just this crazy dream. And I remember him like, oh, hey, you're here. You know, like coming up and saying <laughs> hi, like hanging out. And like I, there were beach balls and maybe like sailor hats or something weird. <gasps> I don't know. It's fleet it was, week, Joy. It was, oh, God, I used to go to that. Oh, memories. Um, it was just a really funny dream. And I've had, like, a couple other ones after that. I've, I've had more chill ones where we're just, like, hanging out and chatting or whatever a little. But yeah. this one was just, like, intro to Scott 101, hot tubs. If you, it was, like, if you need to know anything about him, hot tubs. As I far love as that. Idea. Did you run that by any of his family members that no, from back then? No, it's been such a fucking shit time. I I like, I get these blocks where I feel like I can't, like I need to write like a serious email instead of just like firing off a chatty, like whatever. I don't know. I I get too much in my head about it. 
Um, but they they all have my Instagram and stuff. So like whatever they know what I'm about for right. sure. It's not like I'm selecting what I tell them. Like anything that's on my Instagram, they've seen it for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. That dream was crazy. Um, sometimes I feel like maybe maybe there's something over over this way hanging out when I'm in Enzo's room. But um, sometimes I just look and go, hi, Scott. <laughs> I mean, I think that sounds lovely, to be honest. I know. And I, I think the, the problem is not. Has Enzo said anything time. odd about anything in his room? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot. When after the earthquake, he started yeah. telling me, oh, I woke up. I thought I felt a little shake, even though he didn't wake up during the earthquake. Right. I told him there was one and stuff. So I was like, whatever. Okay, fine. And then he would start going, what did you say? <gasps> He'd be like in the other room. He's like, what'd you say, mom? I'm like, I said nothing. I didn't say anything. He's like, yes, you did. I heard you. What did you say? I'm like, so for and like, he's not the kind of kid. No, that never about that. No, no, no. But he also like has not done that. He's not had any sort of, things happen where I'm like, ooh, my kids eat girls. Like, no, none of that. So for him to, like, we'd be in the same room, and I was, I could have had my mouth duct taped. I know I didn't say anything, even, like, not thinking about it. What did you say? Did you say okay, Mom? Mm. Mom, did you say okay? Mm-mm. And I haven't heard him say that since Anessa said whatever it was left. Fuck that noise. For the record, everyone in my house, <laughs> dead living in between. I'm still scared as shit. Like, I can't handle it right now. I can't. I fucking can't. I'm working. I had to work on myself. I watched this fucking Unsolved Mysteries about the tsunami ghost. That <gasps> I was going to tell you not to watch that. Because <laughs> the, one, the stories about the kids, I sat I there. I was like, I can't do this. I know. It was, it, it. I think I texted her. I was like, that was amazing, but it destroyed my heart. I was just sobbing after it for a while. Yeah, I but couldn't. It was, it was important, I think, though. I think it, it was. It was. Um, especially for me where I'm always just stuck in this stupid, scared headspace. And I really enjoyed the explanation of how Japanese culture is more like, well, we all are sharing this space. And if they show up, they show up. And if they, and I just, I would love to be in like a calmer space about that than I Wouldn't am. Wouldn't it be nice if we could all be like that? Which brings me to our end of year final gratitude yeah can i go first yeah this your thing man go ahead we're over five thousand downloads it's the little podcast that could that and that did i guess at this point yeah it's been a year and a half of just you and me Mm -hmm. doing this no sponsorships no nothing i mean and it's also been almost a year of us doing it this way right not in person with each other just like over the computer talking right. to um i am very proud of us you know and i've got to say we got a message um on our instagram from a new listener 
and I don't have my phone in front of me. Otherwise, I would say her name. She's in Canada. I still don't know how she heard about us. Oh, that's right. She worked a night shift in the basement of a hospital in the records department and loves listening to us. Amazing. And I was just like, you're our people. Thank you so much. And it's just getting emails like that. It's so rad. It's so rad. Um, Didn't she like say like Merry Christmas and a necrotic New Year or something? And I was like, yes, lady. Yes. You, we, yes. Yes. My team. (laughs) So thank you so much to everybody for people who have joined us this year. We are so incredibly grateful for all of you listening to us just blather on about ghost stuff and, you know. Yes. Sorry. And how Um, sometimes the ghosts are less scary than the things that my son has been doing lately. (laughs) You know, I think the thing that I really love is that we're sharing true ghost stories. Yeah. That we're sharing people's firsthand um, experiences. And they're all different, but they all have something in common, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the unknown not knowing exactly where it's coming from and just experiencing something and not and feeling somewhat alone in that experience and being able to share that with other people especially our listeners you know maybe some of them have had something happen and if it helps you in any way not feel alone in your experience then wicked you know mission accomplished from us but we're just really thank you for listening to us yeah, thanks for hanging in there too, because I know that there are a lot of people that have been here since the beginning, since our first shittily recorded few episodes where we were figuring all this out. Uh, thanks for hanging in there for not as shitty, but could still be improved episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying. You're doing um, a wonderful job, Joy. Thanks. Um, wonderful job. I I just am really proud of us and. I'm really excited to see uh, where this can go and like the new things that we're going to do next year because I'm keeping my fingers crossed that travel might be an option for us in this next year instead of just, you know, armchair ghost hunting how we have been. I know. <laughs> I'm really excited for us to physically go somewhere mm-hmm. and explore and record um I just think you know I'm excited I'm excited I'm going into 2021 cautiously optimistic about the future um same which is hard for me because I'm generally super realistic and expect all the worst things to happen but I feel like that was this past year <laughs> so, right like all the things that i've been terrified of a lot of them happened and we right. had to prepare for things that we kind of had only ever seen and expected to see in movies exactly um so yeah let's let's do some new fun stuff i feel like this year it sucked i'm not i'm not going to fuck about it sucked it's terrible but it made me really appreciate so many things. Yeah. Um, it made me appreciate things that I have taken for granted or become incredibly complacent about, um, you know, and just really feel grateful for my friends who have are doing their part and, you know, are responsible people. And 
also for showing me um some of the people that i maybe don't really want to keep in my life anymore maybe whatever do you mean one thing i do want to do is i'd like to give um a shout out to one of my adopted cities that i used to live in i lived in nashville for a few years and they had a awful uh bombing happen on yeah. christmas morning and i want to send my love to nashville you got hit by a blasting bloody awful tornado this year and now this so i love you and i'm thinking about you and all of those in the music industry there in live touring who um don't know what's going to happen next because of everything going on and i just hope that the hits stop coming um in the bad sense for next year and that and that you guys start to you know find some light so yeah yeah it's that i love you nashville Aww. i love you fido coffee house and bongo java oh my god fido was my place oh holy shit yeah. it was so good yes and loveless cafe their biscuits Pork. so good <laughs> so good <laughs> so good oh man and sweet tea the Belcourt theater for all of your indie movie needs mm. so rad anyway i love you nashville i'm thinking about you okay. what about you me what am i thankful for um we had a really nice christmas mm. we saved money where we could on certain presents and really like knocked it out of the park for our kid where we were able. And I love that. it wouldn't be an episode if I wasn't crying a little bit. I know, I was just gonna say you're crying. Um, <laughs> what is going on? Um, this is why I usually talk about socks from In and Out and not All right, good point. not real things. Um, no, we we just had a really nice Christmas, and uh, Santa was good to all of us. I got a Roomba. <gasps> yeah, yeah. We have a robot vacuum, and I got a hand sander, which I'm <gasps> very excited about. Possibilities for home improvement and <laughs> getting rid of old paint on things in 2021. Love this. Um, but I, I made a great um, Christmas dinner. Got some lasagna and some other things happening. And I made cannoli for the first time ever in my life. And uh, I'm going to be patting myself on the back for a long time for this one because I wasn't planning on it. I just did a like, hey, what do I need to make cannoli? I've watched baking shows for long enough. I should be able to do this. No problem. I might still be healing a vicious burn on one of my fingers. Oh, but no. that was the worst of it. So. Is that from rolling the thingamajiggy? To I don't put the stuff have the in thingamajiggy. It? I didn't have any cannoli tubes, so I just fashioned my own cylinders out of aluminum foil to throw in the boiling oil. Ooh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> but all of my shells had very nice bubbles. I saw um, that. Yeah, and I made some filling and piped it in there with a Ziploc bag with the end cut off like a super pro. <laughs> yes. Um it was it was very nice. We all had a really nice time and my husband and son have spent lots of time the last 24 hours building all kinds of new Lego sets. Um 
and I'm not mad at having cold lasagna to eat for a few days. So I love that. Um, I will give myself a shout out. Uh, Monday, the 28th is my birthday. I was just going to say, <laughs> you turned 22. I, um, <laughs> listen, I don't really care. I'm very proud of myself for making it this far in this life, considering some of the things that I have done. <laughs> uh, so I will be 42. Hell yeah. Stroke of 636 PM. <laughs> Monday night. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so happy to not be your older friend now that we can both be the same age just for like a few months. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're we're in our 40s and have kids and live in LA. It's a whole thing. Yeah, maybe still feel like we're 16. That's why we have crystals. Oh, yes. Good point. Good point. Real quick before we go. Yeah. uh, I wanted to say that on January 4th, we will be on Spoon Radio with Amanda Dybert. Oh yeah, uh, at the cafe at the end of the world. We let's are do be it. Special live guests what? for Amanda's show, and I'm super excited. Um, so if you don't already have it, uh, download the Spoon Radio app and find cafe at the end of the world and you can hear emily and i yammer on without editing listen i'm sorry in advance um but i if you are not familiar because i was not familiar until recently uh with spoon radio the there's like a a live chat that happens during so anyone who is listening can write in questions and talk to us and send us emoji Enough. So if you have any questions for us, um, tune in at, I believe it's eight o'clock for Spoon Radio Cafe at the end of the world. Uh, we will post it on Instagram with full details. Um, can I give a shout out really quick? No. Yes, Please. of course you can. Um, yes. I have a client that I've tattooed a couple of times, but um, she is a Reiki master. Oh. And her name is Faith. Um, I want to see if I can find her Instagram. Hang on a second. Um, her Instagram is Faith Strang, S-T-R-E-N-G, healing. Um, she does past life healing and she's a Reiki master and she does all kinds of amazing things. Um, but she puts up videos almost daily of like little healing things and like, She's just, she's wonderful. And we have a great time hanging out whenever I've tattooed her. Um, She does remote stuff too. So I just want to give Faith a shout out. Um, If anybody is interested in getting in touch with someone who is a Reiki master and does a whole, whole bunch of other phenomenal healing things. I'm interested in that. Yeah. I I told her you might be and that you might Mm -hmm. get in touch with her. I might be giving she's her a really, tinkle. She's wonderful, though. She's so sweet and just feels nice to be around. So, yeah. Um, yeah, check her out. I just wanted I to give that. a quick shout out. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, shit. I love you, Joy. I love you, too. Happy birthday and happy Thanks. new year. Happy new year. Mm. Happy Christmas, as they say in your motherland. Yeah, happy Boxing Day, actually, because we're recording this on Boxing Day today. Happy Boxing Day, whatever that means. Yeah. I don't think it means you're hitting people. 
not that you're aware of. Mm, later. <laughs> later. That's, um, our, that's our drunk Irish ancestry. That, oh, we'll go yeah. to their later. That's, that's full play. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Um, yeah, no, and happy, happy new year to everybody out there listening. And we are very excited to bring you some rad shit next year. Um, mm. We have a scorcher of a first episode of 2021 coming out. Oh my at God, you. it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh like, fuck. I relayed some of the stuff that happened in that story to my husband, the perpetual skeptic, fuck ghosts don't exist skeptic. Yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I've He's been like, thinking about it nonstop, terrifying. nonstop, nonstop. So, so yes, our interview oh um, for the first episode of the new year is with Bella Vendetta. Um, I will shout her out too. She's a long time, uh, really close friend of mine, but also um, just phenomenal, um, phenomenal person all around. Yeah. <laughs> Modeling, photography, dancing, like entrepreneurial she's the tits man yep so uh i'm really she's excited a big that... advocate too which yeah you know yeah so uh bella vendetta first interview of the new year until yep. then sit tight S- and uh, sage your sofa sage the shit out of that motherfucking thing because whew, it's been a year and don't be afraid of the dark but i will toodles peace out 2020 bye Ugh. Okay, Enzo, we need you to do something. We need you to talk into the microphone. Can you do that? Sure. Are you going to hear it, Emily, if I speak in the English? She can yeah. hear you right now. I can hear you right now. <laughs> can you say Happy New Year? Happy New Year.